I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Okay, on today's episode of the podcast, I have another amazing special guest, Christina. She's an ads manager on our teams who is just a pleasure to work with. If you are one of our clients and you work with her, you know what I'm talking about. She is not only an amazing strategic ads manager, but just an excellent communicator. She handles some of our really big clients and it's so much fun to work with her. So Christina came to me with a couple, she always comes to me with podcast ideas, actually. She's so awesome and so invested in Team Hirsch, but she has a specific client who we talked about on the huddle the other day, started out their ads at about $10 cost per lead. And we'll share more detail about this, but, but she got it down to, I think about $2. And so I was like, that is great. Great example of how you have to give things time to test. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome, Christina. Thanks for joining. Hey, Emily. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here and especially to talk about the things that I love and that Emily loves. And this is what we do every day. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So let's give a little bit of background info on this account that we're going to share without giving the details away of the account, but just basically they, they weren't, I think the important part is that they hadn't run Facebook ads before they were doing marketing on, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but they were doing marketing on radio, right? And they were spending a million dollars on radio marketing every year and they wanted to bring it over to Facebook ads. So they hired us. And so going out the gate, this was a new campaign and new ads and like brand new, right? Everything, everything was brand new. They knew very little about Facebook other than, you know, posts that they would share, they'd boost some of their posts, things along those lines. But no, radio is really where they put all their money, what they concentrated on and all of a sudden went, geez, you know, there's this whole other thing out there called Facebook ads. Let's give it a try. So it was really from bare bones. Yeah. Um, and they, they are a very specific group. They have a very specific narrow audience. They have a product that's very specific to that audience. And that was our challenge from the beginning. And that's why when we first launched, we were, you know, they were coming in at nine and $10 leads. And it was, it was a little discouraging at first. Yeah. So I think important is they were spending a lot of money. So they were selling their product. That's kind of why we took them on as a client. That's something we look for. So we knew like it can be successful. We just have to get there. And they also were really good. I know at like saying, we know things take time and we want, you know, we're invested in that long game. So you started the campaign. Um, I'm assuming you used our sandboxing process of testing creative and like, that's kind of how you started, right? Absolutely. That's how we start everything. And that was the great thing about this client is that they understood the Hirsch process and they they trusted us with it, which is what we need. If clients aren't going to trust us and aren't going to listen to that process in the beginning, it's they're setting themselves up for failure. And these people did not do that. They trusted us and knew that this is what we needed to do. So we started with sandbox testing. They gave us a couple ideas of audiences, but then we took it that, you know, a hundred steps further. Okay. Awesome. So walk me through, like we started the campaign. It was a high cost per 
lead, which is not, doesn't totally freak us out because we know, okay, we just started. We have lots of room to optimize here. So what was your thought process after seeing the high cost per lead? How did you get it down and what were you looking for? My thought process was the same that I do with every client that we have. The first thing I do is I familiarize myself with the client. I go in and study their Facebook page. I go to their website. I opt into things that I can opt in so that I'm getting the email sequences and I'm seeing what they're doing. So I know them. And then I think to myself, I do that kind of hunter thing. You know, my background is in business development and I was a hunter then. I had to find things that were undiscovered. So I go in and say, okay, if I'm looking for something like this, I'm their ideal client or their ideal customer. What would I do? What would I Google search for? Who would I like? Who would I follow? And I did it that way. And it just really is being creative and digging and finding out, okay, well, they gave us a list. This is great. So let's use it. No, that's not what we do. We take it that next step further. So it was really digging and finding out who else and looking at insights and different audiences. And, you know, if somebody's a fan of, you know, Sarah Smith, who else are they a fan of? Who's Mm -hmm. connected in some way to that? And that's what we did. And I came up with about 30 audiences out of the six they gave me to begin with that we ran with. And it just, that lead cost just started dropping. And, you know, I'm happy to report that as of this morning, they are down at 262 on average, but I've actually got some audiences that are bringing in now under a dollar lead. So it's, it's really great to see. That is so awesome. Yeah. And really like tying it into the Hirsch process, that is step one of that strategize and get that deep emotional understanding of your audience. And honestly, a lot of times we have to pull that out of clients because people think they've done that step and that they have that understanding, but they really haven't. And they don't have that deep level um, understanding of their audience to be able to go that deep, both on messaging side of things, but then also the targeting that really plays a difference. So, so you would attribute a lot of the, the lower the cost per lead to targeting and that really narrowing in. And then how did messaging play in that with the actual creative of the ads? Um, Messaging played in really well. Um, What I found when I was out there and looking at their Facebook page and their website is that they're very, very big on videos and they do excellent videos and they bring in tons of comments and shares and likes. So the thought was people like seeing them. People like hearing their message. So we decided to do this entire campaign with just videos. So they actually recorded and sent me 12 different videos. We picked seven and actually started out with seven different ads per audience. And I'm, it's amazing. Normally we'll dwindle down to a few after that when most of them were still running all seven different ads because they're all performing equally. So it was seeing that people like hearing them. It was that research. It was that, you know, the process that we use that we get to know our clients and using that and saying, Hey, why don't you guys record some videos? People like it. They want to hear your message. Who better to give your message than you? Then our creative team um, with copywriting just nailed it. They watched the videos, sent back the copy and the client said, wow, I can't believe how well they, they captured our voice. So. That is awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. And I think, I think the golden nugget here to take away in what we've said so far is how deep you went in under, putting yourself in the place of their audience and what would they want to see? What would they want to read? And then what actions did they take for targeting? And that's exactly what you have to do. And what, what I talk about a lot too is like, that's why you can't have a cookie cutter model because you, you could have said, I'm going to take this exact thing I did for this client over here in a totally different niche and just do it because, oh, it works over here. And it may not work and it probably wouldn't 
of because you can't do that piece. It's about like using what works, but then customizing it for their audience and their product and the price of their product and, and all of those things that come into play. So that is awesome. I know people will ask and want to know some details on like how many audiences did you start out with when you started? And then kind of what was your process for adding to the testing and turning things off a little bit? Because I know people will ask that. So I started out with 30 audiences. And from there, you know, for the first, normally in our sandboxing, it's usually the first 24 hours, we take a look. If, if some of them aren't working, we shut them down. We wait another 24 hours. And then we take a look and find out what's in KPI, what's not, where where's the lead cost too high. And then we shut those down. With this particular product and this particular client, we couldn't do the 24 to 48 hours. It just wasn't feasible. And they knew that, which was great. So we took that a little bit further. It came out to be about, um, I think the first 30, I ran four days. And then I was able to see, you know, through click-through rate and link clicks and what was going on, who had better numbers to turn those off. So right now we're down to, I believe I'm running about nine out of those 30 audiences. And it's just been a matter of time. And it happens every day. We've been running now for about a month. And even every day I'm turning something off or trying another new one. So as I get thinking and I'm like, oh, well, if they like this person and this one's performing well, who else is related to them? Or, you know, we, we look at friends of friends. We look at, you know, piggybacking audiences together to get even better results. So it's with us, you know, we're in the account every day, looking at it every day, making changes every day. We don't just let it roll. Right. Yeah. And I think it's also, you know, if it's a brand new ad account, you have to give Facebook time to learn what's even being. Re- so there's an algorithm at play there too, because, Facebook has no idea going into it in a brand new ad account, what's going to convert. And so as that pixel fires and as you give it time and as you spend that testing budget and that money, then you're able to get the cost down. So it's really having that understanding of the long game. Now, now, so this client, when is it in the funnel that uh, their lead gen right now and when will they be selling something or how does it work with their funnel? Theirs is a little bit different. Um, They're not going to do a workshop or a webinar like most of our clients do. They're actually going to do an online summit, a full one day summit. That's a takeaway from a two day live event that they usually do live in different cities. So that live online summit will be May 18th. And we, that's when we'll actually launch sales ads is the day of the summit. So here in another week or two, we'll start launching webinar invites. And because we've built such a great lead base of warming up that bold audience to them, we are, we've set ourselves up for success to get those, those registrants that we need for the summit and then to make their sales campaign successful. Yeah. Awesome. And so with that, then we'll be able to tie back and see, okay, what audiences purchased and what actually were like the quality leads. Cause that's of course also something we're looking for. And I think they know going into this now, once we get the numbers of how many percentage of people buy and, and what was that average cost per lead and cost per acquisition, we can scale this the next time around. And that's the goal is to be able to, you know, going into it, they don't know any of those numbers. And so we're figuring that out for them so that they can spend double and triple the budget that they've allocated now strategically strategically because they'll know what they're going to get out of it. So I think that is huge. Like knowing that it's, you got to give it that time, that testing budget and the keys are in the audiences and the creative. And I always say, you know, if it's a good product and we know it's a good product because it's selling in another channel of marketing. So we know this will work. Like we can guarantee that it'll work at some point. It's just a matter of when and how much testing and tweaking we need to do. And we don't know that until we start, until we try. But I always say like marketing will always work. 
It's just a matter of when. If, if your product's good, marketing will work. And so it's, it's a matter of getting that data and using that data and being patient with it and getting that. Because I know people would spend, there are people out there who will say, okay, I'll put $200 behind this. Oh, the cost please at $10, shut it down. We can't do this. It's not working. Turn it off, stop the funnel. And that's just such a mistake. Like you got to get to the next level and that's where all the fun starts. And so you have to really, I tell people, set aside that testing budget that you're okay just losing if you lose it just to get the data. No, absolutely. And I think you hit that exact. We've got, you know, we get people that come to us often that exactly what you said. They're like, oh, well, I want to sell 10 courses in the next week. And you start to run things for them and they realize they're not going to. So they're like, oh, well, this doesn't work. I can do it on my own or I can go back to doing what I was doing. They don't get that it is a process and that it'll pay off and it's it's that long game and it'll pay off. And they're not willing to take that journey with us. So they need to understand the Hirsch process. They need to understand why they want to come work with us who's the best and that we know what we're doing and we, we've got the proof behind it. Yeah. And just you keep going until you get it to work. I mean, if it would have taken you two months to get the cost per lead down, then that's how long it would have taken. And as long as you see that like incremental progress, you know, you're on the right track and then you just keep sticking budget where it's working and turning off where it's not. And, and that's amazing. You've gone from a $10 cost per lead to $2 average. And this industry is very tough. It's very specific. It's not like the coaching space online where you have all these audiences you can target. It's very specific. And it will be interesting to see the update of after they open the sales and what that looks like. And we'll be able to, you know, pixel and get data of like, okay, what audiences actually converted to sales? Because maybe we'll pay a little bit more cost per lead if they were more quality, which is definitely things we look for. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Christina is like a golden star example of an ads manager on our team. Like honestly, um, she shouted out on her huddle almost daily, probably from doing such an amazing job, not only strategically, but her communication is amazing with our clients. And I'm sure throughout this, you were like, here's where we're at and here's what we're doing and here's the cost per lead. And so they were super informed and they understood the process, which is what you know we do with our clients too, because that's so important. If you don't understand ads, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm spending this much money. We're not hitting our goals. We're on the right path at understanding that. So thanks for taking time out of your day, working on all our client accounts to share with everybody your strategies, Christina. Well, thanks for having me, Emily, and I'll come back anytime. <laughs> Nice. All right. And if you guys would like to work with somebody like Christina or Christina, actually, I think Christina might be at capacity, so you can't have her, <laughs> but you can go to helpmystrategy.com and apply to work with Team Hirsch. I'll see you guys all later. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now. And I'll catch you next time.